Hello and welcome to this week's Therapy For Me and it's all a little bit odd this week so we'll get started and I'll explain exactly what's been going on um, which probably means a bit of that twangy guitar so let's uh, let's kick off there. Right, so it's Sunday morning. It's 11.43 on Sunday morning, and you've probably already worked out the problem. Or not the problem, um, the outcome. Uh, And the outcome is that this is late. Um, And it's not just a bit late. It's quite a lot late. Uh, I normally record on Friday evenings. And uh, Friday was a bit of a car crash, but then Saturday was a bit of a car crash as well. But not because anything particularly went wrong, just literally quite a lot of life got in the way um, and I should have seen it coming really because if, if I'd been a bit better planned I would have worked out that those days were going to be an absolute disaster and I would have um, I would have recorded earlier and then everything would have gone to plan but uh, it starts it starts it starts on Thursday evening when I couldn't find a tape measure in the garage at the cricket club, which is where a lot of the football equipment stored, because we had a football tournament on Saturday and we needed to mark pitches out bright and early on Friday morning. So Thursday night, I lose two hours of my life getting cricket equipment out of a garage at the cricket club because it's also where we store mini soccer equipment and yet still not finding a 100 meter tape measure and in not being able to find a 100 meter tape measure I then had to hightail it down to screw fix before it shut at eight o'clock to buy the closest alternative which was a 50 meter tape measure uh, so I could use it on Friday morning okay still with it so far right so Thursday evening I lose two hours on Thursday evening and then that's the start that's the start of the problem so I'm then at uh, down at a recreation field near where we are, which is big enough to uh, do this football, this mini soccer football tournament. And I'm down there at five o'clock on Thursday morning. And we have to mark out 10 football pitches by nine o'clock, which is the point when the high school want to use the pitch for uh, their first games lessons of the day. So we're down there uh, bright and breezy. We work solidly from, um, from five to nine. We get the pitches marked out. I'm using my brand new 50 meter set measure, which isn't long enough. But it's better than it's better than nothing, uh, and we get that bit of work done. Uh, I then get back home in time for my first Zoom call of the day, which is at ten o'clock, and then the day just carries on, and it doesn't kind of have a a, a break in it uh, per se. There's quite a lot going on through the day. No, no, more or less different to anybody else's day. I'm not saying I'm anything unusual, but um, but the day carries on, and because of that, you know, I don't seem to I don't seem to be organized at all and I'm not in a point where a headspace where I've organized my thoughts to do this because as much as this is completely off the cuff and it absolutely is I, I kind of need a bit of time just to let my thought processes for the week settle so I kind of have some idea what I'm going to talk about uh, and that never happens for whatever reason that opportunity and that and it it kind of happens in the background in my head it's somewhere in my subconscious it happens on a Friday it didn't happen this Friday for about the first time sometimes it's not happened and I've done it Saturday morning but I've been part way there this week completely oblivious um, we then go out to we've, we go out as a family to Josh's uh, football presentation on the Friday evening which means we finally roll in at whatever time and the podcast has just not been done now 
What I would normally do then is I'd normally record it Saturday morning and there's been a few occasions when I would do that. I'm down at the cricket club at six o'clock on Saturday morning to start setting up the pitches for the day and to get everything ready. And we, it's an 8.30 start, registration for a 9, a 9.30 kickoff in the morning and we're doing all the way through in the afternoon. So we have a great day, absolutely fantastic, but absolutely full on. I walk in last night at about 7.00. So that's 13 hours after after rolling out of bed. Uh, well, the, the arm went off about quarter past five. So as you can imagine, my headspace, there was no way, there was just no way I could do anything last night other than have a bit of food, have a glass of wine, and essentially fall asleep, which is, which is kind of what happened. So I got back in, had a shower, got myself sorted, you know, had, had some food, and, and then was, and then was, was was kind of gone. In fact, the one thing I missed out is I squeezed my walk in. So I kind of got in and then went went straight out for a four mile walk and then got back and then did the other bit. So by whatever time, by ten o'clock, I'm I'm gone. I'm just gone. Uh, which brings us here. Which brings us to where we are now. I've uh, been out for a run this morning and that's just how it is. So it it could it seems like a complete catastrophe because for the first time in two and a half years I've not got my podcast out when it should have been out in reality it just happened to be this one event that just because of the times I started in the mornings and the times I finished and then put the working day in between I just I just didn't get the the mental space to kind of put this together so I suppose I've got to say sorry. I'm really, I'm really, really sorry. It's late. I mean, if you listen to this on a Tuesday, it makes no difference to you. If you listen to it on a Sunday, it probably makes no difference to you. But if you listen to it on a Saturday, I've, I, I know what it's like to not get the thing, the podcast on the day that you want because you're going to take it for a walk on a Saturday afternoon. That's your routine, and if it's not there, it's annoying. So, if there is anybody out there who I, I screwed up your day yesterday or screwed up your routine, I'm sorry. Um, my routine was a bit all over the place as, as well. Um, hence the reason. Hence the reason why it's Sunday morning. It's now eleven forty-nine, and we are where we are. So this is a good time to call out four things that have happened in the last few days, and that I don't call out often enough because it's a, a real testament to the power of of something like this. Uh, you know, like a podcast and how it, it brings people together and how also people just do the nicest things. So um, I'm going to start by mentioning a listener who goes by the name of Quartz, who sent me across um, the the little interlude bits of guitar, the twangy guitar. He sent me across uh, acoustic versions of those riffs um, because he thought it might make quite a nice mellow accompaniment to the podcast when I do them outside. So the summary ones, which have the sort of the very... Uh, chillaxed kind of birds and what have you and I've just used the phrase chillax which is awful um he sent me the kind of acoustic versions of the of exactly the same riffs um uh, played far better than I played them um and um and they sound fantastic absolutely fantastic so at some point I'm going to work them into an episode but I just wanted to say thank you because that's just such a, such a lovely thing to do uh, it's just a really thoughtful thing to do so so that happened um, at the same time, uh, another listener, uh, Lobster Linda, sent me uh, a really kind offer, um, a, a kind suggestion and offer uh, on uh, on message, which I've yet to respond to, Linda. I know I have. Uh, you might understand by the end of this why it's taken me a little, a little bit longer. But that was just lovely because that was just really, really thoughtful. So that was that was absolutely great. Then when the podcast didn't go out on time yesterday, I got a message from Shane saying, podcast isn't out. 
are you? I hope you and the family are all okay. Because obviously, you know, your initial thought with something like this is not, he's at a football tournament. It's, I hope everything's all right. Um, which again, just just how great, just first thing, first thought is, well, it's, it, there's something that should be there that isn't there. And what, what's the story behind that? Is everybody okay? Which I think is really nice. And then finally, John Darms, um, who's somebody I've got to know through the Corona Diaries podcast. And I don't even know if John listens to this or not, actually. Um, but he sent me a message because he was in Leeds um, just to say, I'm in Leeds, do you fancy a coffee? Um, and which, again, was just absolutely random and out of the, you know, out of, out of nowhere. And, and really lovely because it just connects people, you know, people who are connected through one thing and then it turns into something else and what have you. And I've got a sneaking suspicion that John and I have very similar views on a lot of things, particularly Brexit. Um, and, you know, and I've not been able to get back to John, uh, which I will, I will do today, again, because I was in the middle of a football tournament. Um, but just a, a nice thing. So four nice things in, in the space of literally three or four days. Um, all some way, shape or form because of the podcast, but not necessarily, with the exception of the, the guitar bits, not necessarily directly you know, related to the podcast, which it, I, I just felt it needed saying. So thank you to all of you. you know, thanks to Quartz, thanks to Linda, thanks to Shane, and thanks to John. And I will get back to you all individually um, uh, today. I'll, I'll try and do it today once I've, once I've got this sorted, once I've kind of get myself back into some form of stride. You've probably noticed I've taken the uh, the days off this week, mainly because the first two bits have been me rambling about something that happened over the weekend, so it's not directly re- related to the days in the same way I've done in the past when I've done episodes on single topics or what have you. Um, but the thing I'm talking about now did actually happen on Wednesday, um, and it's only a little thing, and I didn't know if anybody else has noticed this, um, but... In Sainsbury's, I went into Sainsbury's today and I needed to go to the customer service desk. And I had something to take back and it was all fine. And I happened to notice while I was doing this transaction that the lady on the customer service desk was wearing a body cam. Um, and it was kind of one of the ones that the police wear where it's, it's kind of it's kind of in, in the middle of your chest. Uh, um, and, uh, and I've never noticed that before with a shop worker. And I sort of said, you're wearing a body cam. And she said, yes, everybody in customer service does. The people who run the checkout line do and all the duty managers do. And I said, is that because of um, instances of abuse? And she said, yes, that's the reason why we're doing it. And it just made me think of what a real poor state we're in, that we've now got to a situation where people working in, you know, in supermarkets, I mean, we've been used to it with people on the front line. So we've been used to paramedics and police, you know, and possibly people working in, in some of the, the medical services having to wear them, which in itself is is intolerable. But in certain circumstances, you don't know the situations they're going into, how charged those situations are before they go in. But there shouldn't really be anything charged in Sainsbury's. You know, whether there is or whether there isn't, there shouldn't be anything charged in Sainsbury's and yet we are now talking about staff in retail stores having to wear body cams because of the level of abuse that is is being meted out you know I imagine that that next stop is probably teachers and and you know and then we re- and, well, we're on a slippery slope anyway so there's no point saying then we are on a slippery slope because we're on a slippery slope already but how awful 
Um, and the only thing that's interesting, I mean, I, I got involved in something called the Shopkind campaign um, through my work with the MIA. And, you know, fortunately, it's not something that necessarily manifests itself much in music stores. Um, but um, but I got involved in, in, in the Shopkind campaign, which was about just, just respecting shop floor stuff. I know Greg's have been big supporters. So if you're in Greg's, you probably see the, you know, the stickers and what have you within the Greg stores. But we've also got to a stage now where I believe the law has changed or is being changed, um, which means that if you are abused in the course of just doing your job, then that is a crime. So it is a crime now, uh, as it should be, to abuse a shop floor staff or a member of staff just going about their duties as part of their job uh, and who are subject to abuse. Um, and, and we can, again, we can argue about how we've actually got here. But the point is to, to see it manifested in that, that body cam was really quite shocking. After everything I said last week about not knowing if there was something out there I wanted to watch and feeling a little bit delusioned with all that kind of stuff, uh, I chanced upon The Fall, which I've been threatening to watch for ages, and I'm four episodes in, and it's absolutely fantastic. Um, it's not an easy watch, um, but it's absolutely superb so far. I know I've got quite a way to go, but I'm thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying it. Um, so as, as fast as you say something like, there's, there's nothing on, I can't find anything to watch, um, it seems like I've gone round it all, um, then actually next thing you know, there's, there's something like that, which, is, which isn't even brand new, but it's been on you know, the back of my head to watch for a long time. I'm a big fan of Gillian Anderson. I don't need uh, encouraging to watch uh, much that she's in because I think she's great, uh, and I just think the way this is put together is absolutely absolutely first rate certainly so far and then of course the other thing is that uh, i watched the, the end of kenobi which was tremendous as well and really really enjoyed the last part of that so um it's a, it, it's got to be a mindset issue it's got to be a mindset issue which means it's got to be down to me because actually i whether it's because i had my eyes half closed last week and my eyes are fully open this week i don't know but i've found things that you know doing found something to engage with that i'm i'm really getting a lot from um and the great thing is that it's it's unfolding slowly i like things that unfold slowly i like series that aren't i mean don't get me wrong i like a bit of you know wham bam you know all over the place explosion you know bish bash bosh i like a bit of that as well but to to have a something with multiple episodes that you can immerse yourself in that's going to unfold you know slowly i, I really really like and, and i'm really 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 enjoying the Fall, which I think is on uh, Netflix, and I'm really enjoying that. And the other thing is, we watched uh, in the background to all of this while I was complaining of having nothing to watch. Uh, we watched Ten Percent, which is the uh, the the UK adaptation of the of Call My Agent. I haven't watched Call My Agent yet. I was drawn to Ten Percent because it's John Morton, and John Morton did W One A and 2012 both of which I really really like and there's huge parallels between the style particularly of 2012 and uh, and 10% but there's a lot to immerse yourself in again and enjoy in that particular in that particular program so 10% absolutely worth a watch as well from what people have said it's not as good as call my agent and I can I can absolutely get that so I'm going to work my way into call my agent next but the John Morton link did it for me so there you go I literally a week after bemoaning, I'm now doing exactly the opposite. Of course, that's very much me. 
Friday. As I'm smiling, why don't we just finish off with the by-election results? Um, I think the Wakefield one was largely expected. I think there's a lot of people saying the swing in in Wakefield is not as much as it should be. Uh, It's certainly enough to put a Labour Party in government if the swing was mirrored around the country. Um, But everybody seems to be wanting to have a go at Labour and having a go at Keir Starmer for not doing well enough. Um, so that's going to carry on. There's not a lot we can we can do about that, really. Um, but but you know, a good res- a very good result in Wakefield. Um, the real result, though, the real talking point is what happened uh, in, in down in Devon uh, in Honiton and Tiverton. That's 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 the one to talk about because that's the largest swing in a by election, I believe. I've got a sneaking suspicion it's ever. It was a huge, huge, huge swing. Um, and that's the one that really uh, is has, has put the wind up uh, the Conservatives. Because I was listening the other day, and if you, if you apply that swing to um, the Tory party as a whole, then something like 290 of their 300 and whatever seats are in play at the next election. Uh, now, look, that that's a by-election swing. That's not the kind of swing you're likely to see at elections. I mean, it's happened before. You know, it happened with Labour in 97. There were some incredible swings then. But, but those kind of swings are normally by-election uh, swings. But even so, for all of those MPs, you know, for, for probably three quarters of the Tory MPs looking at that result, they will now be looking and going, my seat's in play at the next election. And that's not where any of them want to be. So it's interesting. There's a lot of parallels actually here with Thatcher in the fact that, you know, if you take the by-election results and in her case take the the, the point where she was challenged, she was out of the country for a period of time uh, when that happened. Johnson's out of the country for a period of time when that happened. Uh, She was encouraged to come back but didn't want to because she didn't feel it was necessary uh, and she was accused at that point in time of not listening, not listening to her party, and that ultimately is what did for her. Um, Boris Johnson's been encouraged to come back, but has, has not felt the need to. She made some very strong statements, which seemed to be very cloth-eared around the time everything kicked off with her. And Johnson appears to have done the same thing if you look at the um, if you look at the papers today. So Johnson came out in an interview yesterday and, and was speculating on the fact that there isn't going to be a massive you know psychological transformation with regard to him that yes he accepts that he done he's done some things wrong but also that some of the criticism leveled at him is not real and not relevant and shouldn't really be considered to be important and is also speculating on whether he 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 you know he will get to a third term he's putting his energies into thinking about what he's going to do when he's been in government for you know or when he starts his third term in government bearing in mind we're 2 years out from him contesting his his, you know, his first election as prime minister to get him into a second term, and it's that kind of rhetoric, it's that kind of talk that has done for people in the past. It's that kind of talk that did for Blair when he talked about, you know, what he was going to do in his third term, um, and and that very quickly became him naming a date for when he was going to leave. So it's an interesting dynamic at the moment. Um, you know, Oliver Dowden's resignation was massive. Uh, and of course, he's being played down, but it was really, really big. We're probably two cabinet minister resignations away from him 
going. But the interesting thing, if you read the papers this morning, is the number of letters that are continuing to go into the 1922 committee. And at some point in time, they may well change their rules. And of course, I think had we had a no confidence vote or a confidence vote after the by-elections, I think he, I think he would have gone. Uh, I think we, I, th- I think, think that's where we are. And we don't know. And there's a lot of grumbling. And, and of course, the one thing by him being out the country for so long is you leave a vacuum, and what fills that that vacuum? So it's going to be a really, really, really interesting week uh, to see what happens next. But it, it, you know, for those of us who 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 want change. Um, then a lot to enjoy about Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you know, the rest of the weekend in terms of what's going on. Um, the one thing I think we're all certain of uh, is that he can speculate about a third term all he likes. He's heading for electoral annihilation at the next general election unless something changes. And I think the vast majority of the Conservative Party have now woken up to that. So hopefully we're in for a, a little bit of drama um, a little bit of Westminster drama, uh, which uh, which should be, uh, I say it's exciting. I mean, fundamentally, it needs to change because we just need to do something about the, the the other myriad of problems we're dealing with. So, on on a you know, I'll get serious for a minute and say it just has to happen because there's more important things, more important things you know to worry about. But at the same time, for those of us who like a little bit of the Westminster psychodrama, then there'll be plenty to get our teeth into. Anyway, that's me done. 10 past 12 on a Sunday. Real, really sorry it's late. I will endeavour to do better in the future. Um, but, you know, these kind of things happen. It's a, it's a lesson for me when the football tournament comes around next year. I just need to be better prepared. Anyway, enjoy your Sunday. Take care. Check out the fall if you've not already seen it. And I will speak to you soon. <laughs> therapy for me then please subscribe and share as you see fit this has been an a short stories production